0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Dr. Katherine Athens, a clinical psychologist and licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm grateful to have Dr. Athens with us to discuss mental health and living a balanced life as we discuss this in the context of current events. Dr. Katherine Athens, good morning. It is so wonderful to welcome you back once again.
1: Thank you so much for having me, and it's my pleasure to be with you And all your listeners, it's a great pleasure.
0: Well, I appreciate you and your insights, the work you do. And I believe I almost have the feeling that this is a a regular kind of situation, which is good, because uh, we need this kind of input and influence and ideas to really navigate our daily life and looking toward the future. And uh, right now, our current experience is so much around, of course, Still the pandemic, that's at the bottom level. But the other thing that's been going on, of course, is the Olympics in Tokyo. And even more specifically, we had the experience of the gymnast, a world-class gymnast, Simone Biles, withdrawing from some Olympic events. And that certainly stirred a lot of controversy, not being aware of all that was being said, but my feeling because of wanting to regard mental health and well-being, I applauded her. But was it really regarded that way, Dr. Athens?
1: Well, for some, it was. People, For some people, they again applauded her. Uh, for others, I had uh, people saying she was a traitor, she wasn't patriotic, she should have pushed through that. And I had to stop them and say, okay, let's take a break. Let's take a breath. Now, imagine you don't feel very well and you're twirling in the air. How are you going to navigate where you land? And you could kill yourself. Worse, you could maim yourself. You could become paralyzed. Gymnastics is such an exact, exact sport. You have to be really perfect. And so I've been trying to use it as a teaching moment for people to develop some kind of uh, feeling for another, some kind of empathy, compassion. And so I have been able to talk with people and say, look, look at what she was facing. And look at when you don't feel well. When you get out of bed and you feel in a bad mood are you going to be able to tumble twice or three times in the air and land on that perfect spot? No. So she was wise enough to know herself, and she had the courage to say, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to take care of myself. Now the other athletes, including Nadal, the tennis player, applauded her, supported her, Uh, The swimmer, I don't recall his name right now, not only applauded her, but explained that he had several moments where he felt suicidal if he didn't win the gold and said he didn't want that to happen Mm -hmm. for her. The fact that she was in the Olympics, that she's the amazing person she is. So there was a lot of support from within the olympic teams and people i'm i the non-support came from people who didn't understand how tough it is to be a gymnast
0: because they make it look so easy and it's so beautiful of course if, if i tried or most people tried we'd be falling flat on our faces if not more
1: Oh, Yes, I, I I can't even do one uh, cartwheel. do <laughs> a day, too. It's it's phenomenal. Mm. And these girls train seven days a week, eight to ten hours a day. They have so much pressure on them. You know, they have the weight of the country, and then the whole world watching them too. Right. So they train and train and train to be exactly perfect. And thank God she went, oh, wait a moment. Uh, I'm not going to do that. It's not going to work out. I'm willing to step aside for at least a few of these sports, willing to allow another person in my team to win. I believe she won the silver medal. And I'm going to take care of myself.
0: Actually, on that note, I believe the other young uh, gymnast won gold.
1: Oh, perfect. Well, good.
0: Right. And so actually that diffuses people saying, oh, she's letting the country down. Well... The country will survive that. But the thing is to, you know, honor how we feel, and it opens a door for someone else's opportunity, and they go on and they still bring all that glory. So, you know, to prejudge and condemn without, you know, really giving enough latitude and room for compassion and understanding, uh, you know, we're, we're just being short-sighted if we don't.
1: Well, it's true. So I think that is a teaching moment for all of us in our country. We have such um, little uh, empathy and little compassion, and we demand and demand this and demand that, and we aren't thinking about what it takes to be an Olympic athlete, what it takes and how these people give up their lives for that, you know? hmm right. Uh, and I think it's a teaching moment to say, hey, uh, I am willing to say that at this moment I will not be able to perform the way I wish to, and I'm willing to allow someone else to have the opportunity, and I'm willing to work on myself because I have some issues. Now, this girl has had a horrible life growing up, you know, in the foster homes and all of these things. And, you know, people don't think about that. Uh, How would they function if they had her history? Mm -hmm. And I think we have to understand that she's overcome so much to be who she is. And how many of us there are some of us who have, but how many of us have really overcome all those things and then gone on to be the the world's best? Not very many
0: Exactly. and it's such a young age when most of us are, are just you know too immature to really uh, be dealing with any really tough life issues
1: It's true, it's true so. She is really a beacon of of let's uh, throw away our judgments and our nasty tongues and let's have understanding and compassion and let's support her. And she needs a lot of support now. And I'm hoping that there are people around her all the time because now is the letdown And now she could become very depressed, I don't know. But working with people who have uh, inner issues, oftentimes when the energy is high, they're fine, and then there's no more energy. And so there's a depression, and there's an obvious depression after the competition because what is she doing? Mm-hmm. You know.
0: So one other thing that factored in that this news I only heard days after, maybe it was even almost a week later, that she revealed uh, that her aunt had died oh right goodness. around that time. So where she might have been able to be really strong, you add in someone close to you dying Uh, You know, how can we think that, oh, you just set that aside and you just focus on getting a gold medal? There again, that's so harsh not to allow for for compassion there.
1: Uh, Absolutely. I agree. Uh, I think uh, we all need to have an understanding of more compassion there. And also... So many people are unwilling to feel the feelings of grief mm. when someone dies. Uh, I have a client now. Her mom died. I've known her for, since she was 12, and she's 38 now, but she has a, a physical disability, and her mom passed away, and she still isn't dealing with the grief. Mom passed away almost a year ago. And I said, until you cry and feel your grief and also understand that you have to account for all the times you may not have been that nice to your mother, Mm -hmm. you may have said things that weren't kind, feel them, deal with them, and then forgive yourself, and... So many people don't want to take the time. We're too busy being busy.
0: And we stuff that, and then it erupts as something else against someone because it's been unaddressed, uh, well, grief for, for in many instances, right?
1: It's grief, and then we don't know how to grieve. So many cultures have a year where people are to grieve for a whole year, you know. We were like, the boss calls us back after two weeks and said, What's wrong with you? Get back to work. Mm. Right. <laughs> Wait a moment. <laughs> you know, the most important person or persons in my life aren't there anymore. Right. So uh, the idea of, I didn't know that her auntie died and my God, how horrible, just how horrible. Right. So, again, this idea of making judgments in ignorance, Mm -hmm. because we're ignorant, we don't know these things, and instead of saying, you know, bless her and sending her good thoughts, uh, I find that it's so um, rude, okay, I'll just say that. Uh, besides being very shallow, and also very self-absorbed. You know, we live in a society where people are so absorbed with their own whatever, and we need to stop that because we need to be uh, there for each other uh, in a healthy way. We need to understand that we all have similar kinds of issues, and we can help each other and support each other. Uh, So I think her stepping out brought out a lot of these issues that we don't talk about mostly because we're all too busy. (laughs) Mm. And I applaud her for being courageous enough to say that and do that and courageous enough to be who she is and where she is now. Exactly.
0: And I think we have to also see her seeing this in a in a bigger picture and applying it, you know, more broadly, but she being that example to look toward that you know, she did this, she honored herself, then then she felt that she could go back after a, a few days to, and she evidently had kept training, because she went to another, she performed in another event and actually took bronze.
1: It's, I saw that, right? and yes, she stepped out for having a pause, took care of herself, thought, okay, I can come back and do this, and she came back and did that, so that... All of the behavior is just so remarkable, so mature, um, so responsible. I, I'm just so proud of her.
0: Mm, yes. And it's such a, a great... Really, um, what, right in your face kind of situation because there are probably many young kids watching her and dreaming that they can do this. But to also see the humanity, see that we are a human being, and for parents to be able to to discuss that and, and support their kids, uh, so often it's like push, 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 and push through as well, and y- you need to do... You need to go on and be like that. But to just see the balance.
1: It's true. She showed so much balance and discernment, something we don't talk about, discernment, so much understanding of herself, where she was able to know herself, know her limitations. I mean, all of these things are traits that I hope all of us aspire to, you know, and hopefully parents can use her example again as a teaching moment for their children to say, Look, here is the world's best. And she knew that she needed to have a pause. So, and she took it, but then she went back. So it's an opportunity for you to say, Hmm. When do I need a pause? Not because you don't want to do it, but because you need the pause, and that you're able then to go back and win a bronze medal. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Yeah.
0: So that there is that piece of it to to know. So I can feel within myself when I know, okay. This is, this is it, I can't do one step more or I can't go one day more. But, but it takes some, for me, I think it's taken just being more self-aware. What do you find, Dr. Athens, that people need?
1: Well, exactly, you said it perfectly, Kate. It is being willing to be self-aware without judgment, being willing to know yourself, So many people want to think of themselves as, oh, I'm such a good this and such a good that. They never really get to know themselves because we are light and dark. We are uh, good and not so good. And all of that makes up us. And it's so important to be a whole person, to know the parts of yourself. You know, without the darkness, we have no perspective. And in the Kabbalah, it says that the spirit needs to guide the darkness, and the darkness has the passion that the spirit doesn't have. And when you have that and you have discernment, you are an amazing human being. You can do so many things, and it takes time and it takes guidance and it takes a willingness to know yourself. You know, Socrates said, know thyself. And I always say in my book, the dreams book, make your dreams come true now. He was not asking for a casual relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a this is a deeply intimate one, right?
1: Yes. Yes, I mean, here's a guy who got in trouble for being a rabble-rouser, why? Cuz he started teaching the youth to know themselves, to be responsible, and the powers that be got mad at him. And he said, "I don't care if you get mad at me, I'm going to continue," you know? So they threw him in the stockade, and he died, but he said the unexamined life is not worth living. I mean, yes. here's a very courageous person who's saying, know yourself, know who you are, know what you are, and then you can act from there as a whole in present time.
0: Right. And the thing to maybe really consider when we say, know thyself, our Society, our world is not conducive to this because it's so so filled with twenty-four-hour everything and distractions that it's it's a well, just a battle basically to really etch out that time, push all that away, so we have time for reflection.
1: That is true, and I tell people get up even fifteen minutes earlier every morning. Sit on the edge of your bed and do your meditation and thank the universe, your God, whatever, for the day, for the opportunity to have these experiences. Then go and do your meditation or go outside and realize there are the trees, the grass, the plants, all of these things are growing, are doing what they know how to do, And so it's okay for each and every one of us to be who we are, turning off the devices, putting them in the drawer, and being again with ourselves and nature. Uh, In California, which is interesting, they're going to connect all the hiking trails to make a 500 and some odd mile circular loop. And I always tell people, go on an easy hiking trail, wear really good shoes, of course take water, but feel your heel and your toe as you walk and touch the ground. That in itself is a meditation of, huh, look, I'm walking on the ground. And then we get an appreciation for gravity, because we're not floating away, mm-hmm. and get appreciation for, ah, oh, the earth is supporting me. I am supported by where I live. So it's more than vital to put the distractions away, to stop, and it doesn't take more than that 15 minutes a day to start and maybe five or ten minutes before you go to bed just to be grateful for what happened during the day you know so many people uh, say to make a gratitude diary at night to write three things down that you are grateful for and this helps people come back to themselves and you know, what did I do today? What happened today? It could have, oh, I avoided a car accident today. Uh, I was aware. I put on my brakes. Um, you know, I I helped uh, a little child find her mother today. Uh, whatever you're doing, to write it down, because in writing things down longhand with a pen or pencil, it actually reinforces it into the brain. And I tell people, to put the computer away, get your pen or pencil out, your yellow line tablet, because yellow is a really good color for the brain, helps to stimulate thought. And writing it out, there are more nerve endings from the brain to the hand and fingers than there are to anywhere else in the body. And so it will cement it into your brain and you start writing down gratitude and gratitude is very contagious then you start thinking well what else could I be grateful for Uh, there's a a quick story I was I had an old Cressida and I wanted it to last more than 400,000 miles and turns out my mechanic was putting too much oil in it it was 360 something thousand miles and he broke the seal but one of the uh, technicians said oh you can drive it for a little while I was driving it up the road and it stopped and I was grousing and grousing I had my silk suit on I was going to a meeting and I look over and there's the VA hospital well I know how to climb over a fence I climb over the fence And I go, oh, and I'm grousing and I'm mad and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So I look and there's a new building. So I go in the building because I know there's a phone because my cell phone battery's dead too. So more uh, grousing. So I go in there and suddenly I go, oh, what? You know, and I'm, then I go outside. There's something odd in this building. I go outside and I look. It says paraplegic unit. I go back inside and go, oh, (laughs) I have my arms and legs. I, I don't need to be upset. My car can be fixed. I can buy a new car. I can even dial the phone now. Oh, I need to be grateful. I need to stop this grousing now.
0: Thank you for sharing that. It's good to hear other people's stories because we think, oh, Dr. Athens, she must have it all together. She doesn't have issues. But we always have learning opportunities.
1: We all have issues. I really uh, ask my students to stop trying to make me into something that isn't real. And it's it's very important to me to say, hey, Uh, I work on myself every day. You can work on yourself, too. If you feel that I've achieved something, you can achieve it and even more. It simply takes focus, honesty, uh, a little work every day, a little gratitude every day, a little giving every day. And I tell my students, you'll achieve everything I do and more. It's not a secret, and it's not exclusive to anyone. It's for everyone on earth to be successful.
0: And it, that's the thing that's so wonderful. You make it feel so accessible because it is. It's so simple to make it a part of our daily life so that we can live well and be be the best that we can be, be wh- who we are to be on this planet.
1: Exactly. And Simone Biles shows us this. Look at look at where she came from. Look at what she's achieved. Look at now what she's achieved for all of us, because we're all talking about what decisions she made that we can know enough to make mature decisions about our life that are good for us. It requires time, as you say, but it requires a clear mind. And again, I tell people, put your device down, put it in the drawer, try living without your cell phone for a day. See what happens. You know, we're all so connected because our phone has... One of my clients says, well, it has my whole life on it. (laughs) I said, well, actually, it doesn't. Your whole life is being lived in your body right now.
0: Yes. Uh, Another very important thing. I need to hear that. I need that underscored in my brain because it's so easy. It's such an addiction to do that. But we have to consciously make that decision. Yes, put it in a drawer certainly the hour before sleep and putting it away and not having it interrupt our sleep.
1: I have various sound therapists come when I teach class to talk to the class about take that thing away from your head. I have a client who sleeps with his cell phone right near his head because he has an alarm on his cell phone, and he never sleeps. I said, gee, I wonder what the electromagnetic field that is emanating from your cell phone is doing to your brain.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: No, So part of it is we have to educate ourselves. Recently, some scientists at Berkeley came out again and said this cell phone is very positive of brain cancer. Now, that research happened many, many years ago. This is new research, but... Years ago, when the cell phone first came out, there were many research studies that said, that's not good for you. But, you know, some research is coming out again, although it isn't widely broadcast on the networks it was on CBS, that, you know, oh my goodness, there's something here. But we are not educated to understand that every device we have, sends out electromagnetic field, and that we are an electromagnetic field, and it affects us. We're not sure how, but to start understanding a little bit more about what we are, and how do you take care of the human, and I think Simone Biles said, you know, I know I'm human. I'm not a god, and I'm not impervious to error. Mm -hmm. And so if we can take her example and say, I can take care of myself also, I'm willing to take the time to get to know myself and know what I have to do.
0: Yes. You are always such a wealth of important wisdom for us, Dr. Athens, too quickly, our time just withers away. So let's mention your website so people can get much more information and find out about your books and even
1: how to contact you. Great. The website is phd.com and it's c-a-t-h-e-r-i-n-e-a-t-h-a-n-s-phd. have an issue and you're in another state, I'm happy to work with you to find a counselor or a therapist who can support you. So this is my life's work. This is what I do. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to help others. And I'm grateful, Kate, to be on your show. Thank you.
0: Well you're so welcome. I am grateful as well that we have this opportunity, this medium to be able to share important information and you're always providing that to us. So thank you so greatly for that and for today's conversation.
1: My pleasure and wishing you the best.
0: That brings us to the end of a very full hour of inspirational women with Dr. Catherine Athens and Sunday Morning Magazine with Greg Tucker. Find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of listening to each other, to those you live with and those you meet. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.